0: Welcome to the Finding Joy podcast. I'm Jerry Williams, along with Rob Langer and Benji Shepard. We try to shine a spotlight on the joy that exists
1: in the lives of people all around us. And for this particular episode, we're going to uh, meet with someone who we've worked with for a number of years. Her organization, Real Life Center, has been part of the Joy FM's T-shirts for turkeys since we've done the beginning exactly over 10 years i think it is right Uh, kathy bergrin her heart for ministry is incredible and you're really going to get to hear more about kathy and
2: what she does with the real life center yeah she is the executive director there and she of course is going to know all there is to know about the real life center it is not just a food bank there is so much more going on there that we found out
0: well there is one thing she doesn't know and we'll get to that (laughs) a little bit later on i asked her a very pointed question and she you know i don't know i don't handle that (laughs) so we'll find out about that coming up too something for you to be listening for
2: all right so why don't we begin this behind the scenes tour of the real life center So we're in the lobby here, and uh, it, this is a beautiful facility. First time here for me, but uh, Kathy, thanks for having us here. Yeah, yes.
3: my pleasure. Thanks for being here. Now, How yeah. long
2: have you been in? I mean, you. this is brand new.
1: This, this new is building. a new yes. building.
3: Yes, we've been located in three other spaces. Um, so we moved here about a year and a half, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a dream come true to be able to have our own space that's nice and makes people feel warm and comfortable and safe. Yeah,
2: And this is on the campus of Dogwood Church. It now, is. is this a ministry of Dogwood yep, Church we too? We
3: started out as a ministry of the church. We are still uh, very much involved with the church, but we are a separate 501c3 as well, So, which gives us the ability to um, have the support of other churches and people in the community. So it really... While it's a ministry of the church, it's also a community ministry. I see. It's, it's kind of the best of both worlds, right? right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I love it. When, when did it get started
3: and how? Uh, incorporated in 1998. Um, I was only 50 years old. <laughs> in <1947. laughs> So um, it started really at a time from um, John Hamblin was the pastor working with the senior pastor at Dogwood Church. Uh, at the time, that was Braylon Church. Um, but the, the idea was, um, how can we help to make a difference? Because as a bee in the phone book, when someone needed help, they would go through the churches. And so B was early in the alphabet, so they would get a lot of calls. And um, while we also had Fayette Samaritans in town, which is a great ministry, they would help once a year. And so then folks would call the churches to say, hey, I need help again. So the idea was how do we help, but in such a way that complements the other ministries in town rather than competes. And um, I started as a volunteer as it was it was loosely gathered in 98 and actually the incorporation date was 99. So it's been over 20 years uh, I came in 1999 and started as a volunteer.
2: Now did you have any previous food bank experience or anything had like not,
3: this? I um, not. My undergraduate was in social work so I had worked in lots of different types of environment but now this was kind of new to me at one point i had served as a community in a community action agency where i connected people to resources so i i had a little bit of a feel for that you know i go back to growing up on a farm and my parents really set the example of caring for your neighbor And you know as a kid because we were growing lots of things like sweet corn and vegetables all my friends would set up roadside stands Mm -hmm. and earn a little money which i thought was a great idea but my dad would always say nope there's people who need it more than we need the money Mm. and so i learned very early on to um like how can we help each other and our nearest neighbor would be a mile down the road But, you know, it set the stage for me to understand how we can all work together and be a neighbor.
4: Yeah.
2: Now, here in the lobby, I see you've got uh, some scripture on the wall there. We do. Yeah. We do. So uh, tell me, me, you you can read it there for us.
3: Sure. So this was actually made by one of our local artists that donated. Uh, It's a metal verse uh, that says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I think um, we chose that verse because when someone has to ask for help, you're at a place where you're feeling pretty discouraged, right? Mm-hmm. And life is hard and you feel alone. And so part of the purpose of having this space and inviting space that felt like it wasn't a... Um, like a local um, DMV well, I'll just use that for an example where you have the rows and rows of chairs is we wanted a place that felt like I could be safe and I wasn't going to be judged but someone genuinely would care and You know, part of what we want to do each and every day is remind people that God has not forgotten them. You know, for years I was a hospital social worker, and I'll never forget that when people are experiencing the hard times, and particularly in that setting it was health issues, they were always so open to talk about God. And um, it's the same here. It's when we need God most, we're most apt to turn to him. And when we have someone to encourage us to do so, it really can be life changing. Hmm. And so the the scripture verses are a subtle way to remind them God has not forgotten them.
2: Hmm. And that's a great thing to see it right is, yeah, when you yeah, walk in yeah right? yeah well let's uh, can we can we dive further into the real life center sure, here sure. And, and see more of it i'll let you lead the uh, way absolutely. we've got we got cables everywhere so. yeah yeah <laughs> okay so
3: so we'll walk along but so when when someone does need help uh, this is without covid guidelines so i'll kind of take you through that when someone needs help um, they first call on the phone usually and make an appointment and that's for our full program and that's where they can get financial assistance They can get uh, access to all that we do food and clothing coaching education career help lots of different programs um, There so they'll first come here for their appointment if it's someone who is walking in and says I need help we will connect them to um, immediate help such as food or maybe it's um Maybe what they're needing is just information for their own county, but we'll always try to make sure that they feel loved, cared for, and we pray for them, as well as to maybe do an emergency food visit. But now that COVID is hit, we're, we're not using the lobby a lot, but as you can see, there's a line of cars out front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is um, a food distribution day, so families can Uh, drive up, and they'll get enough food for their family, for a family of four. So it includes very specific items like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They also get um, some homegrown uh, fruits and produce, vegetables, different things that are either um, given by local farmers or sometimes through our local store or from our own garden and orchard.
2: And how long would that uh, supply last, that family of four?
3: It's it's a week's supply. A week. And then at different times we'll offer things like laundry soap. They usually get meat. Um, right now we have milk. I mean, so it's, it's just kind of cool how God provides. Yeah. Um, and that happens through a lot of local food drives and then through items that we'll purchase. Um, but it's amazing how our community has... Gather together and really help support it. We've had a lot of individuals. We've had neighborhoods do food drives, but we're giving away about fifty thousand pounds of food every month, and so you wow. can go through a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but at as um, if someone were here and going through their regular appointment, they would meet in one of our counseling rooms right now. If you can see to your left, and for those that can't see, we right. have a large room. Um, That is our education room, and it's like a conference room. But what we do is uh, we're still meeting with people uh, one-on-one. We try to take all the safety precautions and meet in the large room, but they'll come in here, they'll meet with an assessment counselor, and they'll meet one-on-one, talk about what's going on, how do we promote stability, and usually that's through the financial piece. Um, And maybe it's food or whatever their basic needs are. And then we'll talk about where do you want to be a year from now. And that really helps someone change from the mindset of, oh my goodness, my world is crashing in. To there is hope for tomorrow, and there's someone here that will walk alongside me to get there. So good, right? And um, if you've ever been through a hard time, it's really hard to see the hope of tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and I do think that's one of the best gifts that we can offer. And then have someone walk alongside, you know, in Galatians, God talks about, or scripture talks about um, how. We are to carry one another's burdens. But then later on, it talks about how each man is to carry his own load. And I really believe that's a part of what we get to do here is the crisis is the burden. And so we get to help during that time where they've lost their objectivity and all they can feel like is my world is crashing in. And that's when we're called to help. But then our next step is an investment strategy where we try to talk through, now how do you get to the next level? where you can fish for yourself right that whole chinese proverb of give a man a fish and he eats for a day Mm -hmm. teach him to fish and he eats for a lifetime and um so that's part of what we get to do and so the individual will set some goals and we have a team in place of volunteers that will call them we have a systematic uh, uh system really that calls at three six nine and 12 months just to to track and kind of a little bit of accountability but also encouragement and how can we pray for you and are there other resources that we can connect you with because the goal is to help promote stability but then long term that they can make the changes they need.
2: I love that.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I ran into a lady a while back and she... Um, found out that I was from the Real Life Center, and she said I've had my goal card on my mirror for four years, and mm-hmm. I just completed my last one. <laughs>
4: wow.
3: And she said I never would have gotten to that place had I not met with one of your your people, your counselors that helped encourage me to do that. So I think that's part of it. Is just we all need yeah. someone, right?
4: Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
3: and in so. the
2: and, and in the process. There's, uh, there's a gospel message there. So oh,
3: absolutely. The gospel is w- woven throughout everything we do. Um, some people uh, know God and some people don't. And some people don't want to, and that's okay too. But part of loving someone at a time of need and seeing the body of Christ come together, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, someone that will pray for you and care about you and know you. Uh, Benji and I were talking earlier this morning, the old TV show, Cheers. Many of us mm-hmm. remember yeah. that theme song. <laughs> yep. yeah. I want to go where yep. someone knows <laughs> yeah. my name. Yeah. yeah, And that's powerful because we all want to be known and feel like we belong somewhere. And um, I think that's what we get to do as someone is hurting and feeling all alone and help them to get to a place where they can move forward. Right. Mm. But we have relationships with um, folks that, came way back when we first opened up and some of them may still need help and some of them don't Uh, we had a card about six months ago from the very first individual that we ever helped and um, I've kind of stayed in touch with her through Facebook and different things she doesn't live in the area anymore but when I first met her her life was really falling apart and um just extenuating circumstances but she was able to rise above it and her kids now that were little are grown and actually went to college and as a single mom that was a pretty big feat Yeah. yeah. so but it's kind of cool to hear those stories and to see those stories for sure so I just uh, this morning one of our volunteers said they had stopped into one of the local grocery stores and was talking to the person um, that was helping. And she had seen, she had a mask on that said real life center. And, uh, the employee said, you all helped me two years ago, get back on my feet. Right. And so that's kind of the cool thing is being able to see the stories. Right. Yeah. 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 So we all need each other, right. No matter where you're at. And I think that's something that God has called us to do is to be that neighbor. Yeah. So, it's a pretty yeah, cool thing. there are thing.
0: stories throughout Scripture. Jesus tells quite a few of them.
3: Right, right. Yeah, so let's keep walking. Okay. okay. Um, when we do the uh, classes in that big room, it's a way to um, connect each other and a way to help equip and give them life skills. Or sometimes, I mean, the classes that are taught by the community are amazing. One of my favorites is the emotional and the relational that um, one of our local counselors, you know, teaches, and it's it's so fun to see people interacting and. Um, you know to go to a counselor costs a bit of money right yeah. But right. when you can yeah. come here and have a top-notch counselor right. working with you as a group it's it's pretty cool yeah it is um, but we also do um, cooking and nutrition and there's nothing like food right that mm. gathers us all together yeah uh, so we look forward to COVID being over and we can do that again <laughs> yeah. right so absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, so we're in the hallway we have um, Uh, different staff members and volunteers that that you'll see but we do have a client care coordinator that really follows from the very beginning um, for whenever or as long as they need to typically our program lasts a year but families are encouraged to continue to come as long as they need that support to get their um, the produce and the food and if they need clothing Again, and the reason we do that is because isolation and poverty can go hand in hand. The more you can keep people connected, the more likely they are to get out of poverty. And um, really, there's lots of different kinds of poverty, right? We have spiritual poverty, but what we think of is the the physical part, the financial part. Um, But really, poverty can be generational, but it can also be situational. So Mm -hmm. you go through a divorce now and... Um, you're by yourself and you're trying to financially be a single parent and you know so that's a situational type and so the more they can stay connected the more likely they are to rise above it and so we want people to stay connected and just to check in so Mm -hmm. we had a lady uh, a while ago that stop by, and it was after hours, and she said, oh, I don't want anything. I just need somebody to pray for me. I just got out of the hospital. Ah. And she's like, I knew if I could find anyone to pray for me, it would be you guys. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it's about. It's really just a central place where you can be a neighbor and give of your time and your talents. You can pray. You can uh, share financially. You can serve. But it's also a place when you need help, there's no shame in coming. Right. So. so good.
0: Have you noticed an increase uh, in people coming through since COVID? Yeah. With so many people Absolutely. being out of work yeah. or, or having their hours trimmed back? Yes.
3: Yes. So we are serving quite a few more people. It's about a 60% increase. Wow. Um, so we're, and we're also seeing the, the financial needs. So the financial needs really right now are around uh, housing because, um, you know, you've lost your job or your hours have been cut it's hard to keep up the rent and or mortgage. Mm -hmm. So yes, we've pretty much doubled how much we're able to share financially. And again, that's just been because of the generosity of people in our community. Pretty amazing the place we live, right? I mean, Ah.
1: even during this time, have you seen an uptick in in the giving to help out the ministry? We
3: did, especially at the very beginning when COVID first first hit, excuse me, Um, One of the things that really encouraged me is one of our donors who's given over the years came and said, look, I'm in the hospitality industry. I'm watching my business fall apart. Um, But he said, before it all falls apart, Tell me what you need because I want (laughs) to help you first. And I'm like, wow, isn't that pretty cool? And so that's just the mindset of people in our community that are incredibly willing to say, how can I help? So it goes back to that being a neighbor. And just one other thing about the whole neighbor thing is typically when you have needs, you're sort of the, I'm asking. And the other person that is giving has the power, right? It's kind of a, I'm less than because I'm asking. But when you ask, and when you care for each other shoulder to shoulder, we're all on the same ground. And that's what makes a difference. Because when you can treat someone as your neighbor with dignity, you are no different than I am. It's life changing. And it's also builds confidence and encourages someone to say, hey, I can do this. I'm going to get through this. So anyway, it's kind of a cool thing. It is, is. yes.
0: You know, not only is it kind of a cool thing, but it's really kind of a biblical thing. That was one of the things that impressed me the whole time we were going through there, and Kathy was telling the story of the Real Life Center, how much of what they do, without her saying it specifically, is really biblical
2: in the yeah, way we're supposed
0: yes. to treat All right, one Jerry, another.
2: Jerry, don't steal my thunder. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll I'll, just,
2: I'm, I'm going to give some devotional thoughts at the end. <laughs> but that,
0: I think that was that was very good. We're going to find out more as we get into this. And I don't think in that segment we had the question she couldn't answer. So right, you want to okay. keep listening for that coming up as well.
1: Now, as we mentioned, we Kathy and the Real Life Center is one of the organizations that we have partnered with For our annual event, T-shirts for turkeys, it's a chance for Joy FM listeners to really be the hands and feet of Jesus by blessing people with a turkey for the Thanksgiving holidays. Because especially now more than ever, people Mm. are in need of food. You heard Kathy talk about the increase in the number of calls to the Real Life Center, and that is happening all across Our area. So, this is your chance to help those people in need. We've got the complete list at thejoyfm.com where we're going to be. More locations than ever before. 20 locations all across our listening area from Macon to Athens. We're going to be in your community. And the good thing is that the turkeys that you donate, whether it be frozen turkeys or paper turkeys, which is a donation of $10 or more, is going to stay right in your
2: community. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. All of those locations will link you to in the show notes uh, of this episode. And it begins on Monday, by the yes, way. It, oh, yes. No. Monday, if, if yes. yes, yes, Monday, November 9th. If you're listening on release day. Monday,
0: November the 9th, 2020. Yes, yes. 2020, yes. yes. <laughs> Hundreds of years from now, people are going to be listening to this episode. I wish I was alive. <laughs> Participate
2: in t-shirts for churches. Right, right. And then the following week, it is finally share yeah. God willing, we will get the first day of share underway <laughs> no, on, COVID, on November 17th. Yeah, we had uh, a delay. We had to postpone it. But this is the time where the Joy FM who is you know, responsible for us being able to present the Finding Joy mm-hmm. podcast to you. It's a time where we focus on the financial needs of this ministry for the next six months of what we do, and it is a time where you can also get in on a very cool giveaway that's going to happen on the first day of Shareathon. We're calling it Choose Your Chill. You could win a refrigerator or a really, now, not just a Any refrigerator. Kind of yeah. Top of the line, deluxe. Yeah. Top of the line, Wi-Fi, it's, the whole nine yards. I don't know I mean, if it's yep. got Wi-Fi. Oh, well, sure it's de- deluxe. Yeah. It's a we'll, we'll, Yeah, yeah. It, it'll keep your stuff cold. There you and go. Then some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and or or you could win a home entertainment system with the big screen TV, surround sound, all that. All the details are on our website, and we'll link you up to yeah. those details in the show notes as well. Before we get to the promo for the Jewel Show podcast,
0: I do a little podcast that's called right, Life with Jerry. Right. Williams. We yes. should we should
2: do uh, the Life with Jerry Williams uh, promo.
4: We
0: we'll can play the Jewel's promo, but I just want to say you the most recent episode. Again, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, I went back into my archives to 1991, 92 for an interview with the late Glenn Campbell that I'm pretty excited uh, yes. about. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Life with Jerry Williams is my podcast. New episodes of that every Monday. And I think
2: you actually alluded to that conversation with Glenn Campbell on our first episode of this season with uh, Lloyd Nell. Oh, yeah, we I did. did. That, so. And
0: I thought I had lost those tapes, but I rediscovered them. Nice. Oh, man, what a treasure. Yeah, yes. I'm hoping I can find the Roy Rogers Dale Evans interview. Hey.
3: Oh,
1: Yeah onward, COVID soldiers.
3: Okay, so that is my latest guest on the Jewel Show podcast, Elaine Brantley, a.k.a. Maxie, the preacher's wife. I did 100 shows a year, and every night when I would get finished, I would say, I can't believe they laughed (laughs) at me. How do you laugh through the tears? That's what Elaine and I are talking about on the latest episode of the Jewel Show. Give it a listen. Go to thejoyfm.com slash jewels or wherever you get your podcast from. surgical gloves held high. So uh, we have counseling rooms, we have a clothes closet, and we try to make sure that's stocked with um, new socks and things Mm -hmm. like that. And the clothing that we try to give is stuff that we would all want to put on our our own children. Because if I want to treat someone with dignity, that means that I'm going to give them something that is not less than or ripped or torn or out of style, right? And uh, so a family coming through the full program has the ability to come through eight times, and they choose when they need it. And it can stretch over years, but the idea is instead of... Um, me just telling you, hey, you get to do this, this, and this. It's you choose, and mm-hmm. you, you know, everything we're doing is about taking responsibility.
2: Right. I'm amazed at the organization and yeah, there. Yes. Everything. Yeah, I know, right? Wow.
3: <laughs> I'd like to tell you that was the same thing at my house, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. You got Marie
2: Kondo working here. Yeah. That <laughs> <your name?
3: laughs> we have some pretty amazing people that do uh, that do the work. It's
0: what are these awesome. little nooks? in
2: the hallway here. Oh yeah, those are cool. Yeah,
3: Yeah, so when someone is walking through, um, so pre-COVID, families walk through and choose their own food. It's all client choice because, again, if I'm gonna treat you with dignity, then I want you to be able to choose what your family would eat and what your dietary restrictions are so families walk through and they walk with a volunteer that they get to talk and how are you doing and again that's relationship building because we all need that but sometimes they're walking through and uh, somebody may ask a question and they just need a little time to talk and so we made these little nooks so that someone could just step out of the way Mm -hmm. sit down pray with pray together or just listen and um, it's pretty powerful when someone cares enough to listen yeah right yeah
2: and again you got scripture on the wall and these yes. nooks too we walk by faith not yeah. by sight i love yeah.
3: that yeah yeah you know um what we tried to do with the pictures on the wall is to kind of share a little bit of history of the organization mm-hmm. but the the bigger story i think with the pictures along the wall too are just the many ways that People have gotten help and people have helped. So whether you're a business and you want to come and do some team building and serve, um, whether you do a food drive, um, it's just it's just a great way to tell the story.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: So right now, because of covid, we have our volunteers are pre bagging so that they can hand to the families that are driving through. Um outside of today some you know i have another volunteer that will be calling the family just to check on them how are you doing we didn't get a chance to really talk anything we can pray for Mm -hmm. um, anything any resources we can help connect you with so again it's just another personal touch since we're not able to have families in the building right yeah so this is our bread room you can see we pick up from local grocery stores as well Mm -hmm. so we get a lot of perishables And then uh, we have our pre-bagged food here. And then our food pantry is normally where some of our families would shop through through their monthly food visit. But again, COVID has changed that. So, but we can still, we can still, let's walk this way. I think we got a Um, cart coming right behind you, Yeah. All the bags that are in our food pantry right now are for our backpack program. So we serve um, several of our local schools or the weekend meals for kids that mm-hmm. might be at risk and that's a program through the school counselors that help identify okay. those students so let's sneak back to the warehouse okay and um, again this is a a great some great pictures of the way people have served and given every everything from the very young mm-hmm. to The very old right
2: yeah yep now most of the people that we're seeing here are they on staff or are they volunteers
3: they're mostly volunteers we have about 300 volunteers that serve regularly wow yeah so it's pretty cool so we have our orchard project which is a great way to get involved Uh, we have our mobile food pantry once a month that takes about 50 volunteers and then we have uh, folks here each you know, we're here Monday through Thursday and Thursday evenings, and then we do a lot of groups that come in on Saturday mornings okay. and help us prepare, right? Gotcha. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have different events like uh, Caring for the Seniors, and um, we're getting ready to gear up for Christmas and Thanksgiving, and we're excited for T-shirts for turkeys, yes. one of my <laughs> favorite events. Yes.
1: Because yes. you your uh, Real Life Center has been one of the original organizations. Yes.
3: So. The, thanks uh, to you guys tur- yeah the beginning turkeys we, yeah yeah, yeah, in the beginning yeah. We've been doing t-shirts for turkeys. Yeah, yeah and uh so uh, you'll you see jennifer here she's in charge of the she's kind of our point person for our special programs so right. she's heading up toys for tots um our christmas gifts t-shirts for turkeys and then we'll do our christmas hams and christmas dinners as well mm-hmm. so just um and then i think i mentioned earlier our Our breakfast for our seniors that we'll we're having so that was her idea and how to be creative to make that happen (laughs) but we're here in the warehouse as well you can see um we're pre-bagging food we had to change it up a little bit with covid Mm -hmm. this is our sorting area we pick up food from grocery stores from food drives but we always sort by date and so if you look over on the shelves the dates are designed so that we're being a good steward so we're giving away the food that will expire first mm. it's not expired but it will exp- you know and then we're saving first, in, like first the, out right, right yeah <laughs> like 2022 we'll save that to give as we'd much rather do a 2020 instead of a 2022 right. right now right. 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 right yeah right we're very blessed with different donations remember how i talked about the very young to the very old this is don he is mm-hmm. one of our oldest volunteers hey don Don has been serving here for 17 years. Oh, that's that's awesome. Right? (laughs) Yeah. How cool is that?
2: Yeah,
1: that's
4: great. Um, (laughs) And he's only 18.
3: (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Um, We've been very blessed to have walk-in cooler and freezer and a way to receive some of the items. Yeah. uh, And there's a
2: lot more than just food in here. I'm seeing some some dinnerware, I guess, if somebody's in need of that.
3: That's right. That's right. We sort clothing. Uh, We do a lot with uh, linens and bedding. Right now, uh, we're looking at winter coming, so people will be asking for blankets. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many ways that uh the community can gather together and it's kind of a central place to say look i have some extra pots and pans how mm-hmm. do i share them who might need them um, or i have some extra blankets or towels or, you know those kind of things are items that we can distribute all day long right for right. families that might have that need so the the housewares that you see particularly are for those that may have been evicted or having to start over somewhere or just really have a need And so um, we don't do as much as that as we do the food and the clothing, but we do try to keep some on hand. Right. So, yeah. So this is the kind of the 10 cent tour of what we do, but we have been incredibly blessed by the community Mm -hmm. and being able to care for each other.
2: Well, Kathy, what would you say if um, Vision for the Real Life Center, are you guys where you are as far as what you want to be doing or their do you want this to grow to other counties mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. what's what do that's you have a great a question yeah, yeah that's
3: a great question well the concept of neighbor helping neighbor um you know jesus says who is your neighbor right and mm-hmm. he, you know so our neighbor isn't just the person that lives right next door we recognize that however um i do think to be able to maintain relationships with your people you need to be somewhat close so we currently serve two counties um, and it does take a lot of time to invest in families. Again, our strategy is really twofold. One is to help during the crisis, and then the second part is the investment strategy, building relationship, help equipping them, connecting them to resources, helping promote that long-term change. It's hard to do that if they live an hour away. So our vision is not for this to grow by leaps and bounds, but rather to take this model into other communities. Mm-hmm. And so years ago, I um, just to see if it would work in terms of different demographics, um, I'm from Nebraska. I think I mentioned I grew up on a farm, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Nebraska farm girl. But one of the churches back home where I went to school came and brought their whole team and said, okay, what does this look like? Can we do it? And so they took our model. They've been doing it now for over five years and it's been, it's worked great. Mm -hmm. And so I think as Christians, it feels really good to meet needs. Right. And that is something that God called us to do. It's a lot harder to take the time to invest in the messiness and the Mm -hmm. brokenness of life. Right. But when we do, that's what's life changing. So, I think um, part of our vision then, and we have been able to help lots of different churches and nonprofits to kind of think through what they're really trying to do and to challenge them to not just meet needs, but really to invest because it can be successful. And that's really the beauty of, I guess, the vision that God's given us and the model. And, you know, I think early on we realized that. Anyone can go through a hard time. And I know I've been there myself. And that has really changed my perspective because I don't have any family close by, right? And so we all need a safe place to turn to. So whether it's, look, I have a question on how to, uh, how do I figure out my insurance or my money, or I need some resources to help with my aging parent or my child. If, if there's a place that people can turn to and say, hey, I just need some direction, what a great idea for any community to have that safe place, right. right? So that's really kind of our vision and to help churches and nonprofits think through. And we've had the privilege to be able to do that. And, you know, we're happy to share the model that has taken us a while to develop, but that way – they can learn from our mistakes and yeah. not repeat yeah, them, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's really the vision. Um, we love having the the orchard and the garden and being able to have that close by. Now, what
4: are you growing? Yeah, in the love orchard that. and the garden.
3: Yep. So our our big community project, because the community comes out and helps uh, with this, is our blueberry picking. I
1: love. And we've done that, Nancy uh-huh. and I. have done Yeah, that. it's a lot it's, of it's fun. really it's fun, yeah. isn't it? Is, it? Yes. Picking
3: blueberries. We just harvested. Uh, muscadine grapes oh, wow. um, we are uh, have finished up with apples and uh, we have peaches we have blackberries our, we have some figs our garden uh, had a lot of squash and cucumbers and tomatoes we had some sweet corn um, so y- you know for about three and a half acres we, uh, I think we raised something like 15,000 pounds of fresh produce <laughs> That's that amazing. went into the... Do you
0: have bees? Do we, do we have bees? <laughs> yes, we do. Do you have beehives? We do. Oh, wonderful. Uh-huh. Good. So I was going to say, cause that will really increase your, your output. If yeah.
2: That, that question coming from a beekeeper. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> we do have somebody.
3: Uh, well, and do you
0: harvest the honey and then use the honey here?
3: We haven't had enough honey really to harvest that much, uh, but how many hives? Yeah. I think there's... Uh, well, okay, now you're where, going. where are they? I'll go out and <laughs> 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 I think you found a volunteer. <laughs> yes, you <Okay>. know. <laughs> <okay>. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'll connect you with Max, Arby. <laughs> okay, okay. uh, we actually had to move the beehives a little further out because they were a little too friendly up by our front door. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I sense the sarcasm there. Yeah, no, I mean, it's
3: okay. But, y- you know, you asked me that question. I didn't have the answer. But the beautiful thing is... God has given us all different gifts and talents, yeah, right? right yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really have to know about the bees because somebody else does. And right. somebody else, you know, the joke is, you know, in terms of the orchard and the garden, growing up on a farm, you'd think I know that kind of stuff, right? But I really don't. I mean, it's our, it's our people that are doing that are the experts, mm-hmm. not me. And that's okay because one person can't do it all. Mm. And the reason we're successful here is because of the people, first of all, it's God, right? But the people willing to serve and to share. And so I encourage anyone, no matter where you're at, find a place to use your gifts and talent. You know, we talk about the Joy FM, that is the place we find our joy is being able to be the person that God has called us to be and and to live. And what a better time than right now during COVID Mm. is people, when people are in, in need, they are also at a point where they're most willing to receive. And, you know, pride can be a funny thing, right? It's hard to receive help, but when you need it, you need it. And when someone loves you and walks alongside and cares for you, it's pretty awesome. Yeah.
2: Thank you so much yeah. for yeah, us inviting for us in, giving yeah. us the tour. Finally get
0: around here to, to, to take a look at yeah. who we've been working with all yeah. this time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm so glad to have you all.
3: And I'm so excited about T-shirts for turkeys That's coming right. up. It's one of my favorite things that we get to do. So thank you for providing that opportunity. Uh, one of so my wonderful. favorite stories. Do I have time to share? Yes, a absolutely. Story? tell a story. One of my favorite stories from t-shirts for turkeys is this sweet, sweet older lady that came up to the table when I was serving and we were doing our event. And she came up and gave her $10. And she looked at me and she said, I don't have a lot of money, but I've made it through my hard times. And you gave me a turkey years ago. I want to pay it forward and give Mm -hmm. it back to someone else. Right? Isn't that what it's about? Is Caring for each other when we have the need. And then when you're out of your troubles then you give back and it's just such a beautiful gift so thank you mm-hmm. for that opportunity and we're excited for christmas um, we have a big thanks living project coming up or event it's a virtual event yes and tell us a
1: little bit about yeah
3: that. so you know with covid um, lots of people have been affected particularly business owners right so i i don't really feel like it's the time for us to hey, we need to do a big fundraiser. Um, God is, has been good to continue to just provide us what we need for each day. And, and, you know, we get to walk that journey of faith that he'll continue to provide. But as a way to kind of give back to the community and to remind um, each of us to live thankfully and to be able to choose that perspective in the midst of this hard time so we've partnered with uh, three local chefs that are sharing their favorite dishes and we've been working on the filming of that that um, are giving us the recipes and kind of talking through it raising some awareness um, sharing some stories about the real life center but also just different in the people different people in the community and what they're thankful for so the whole idea is for us just to be reminded to live thankfully and Mm -hmm. to choose that perspective. And uh, because we weren't able to do our fundraiser this year, we have been very blessed with uh, people in the community who had given items that we can use on an online silent auction. So it's a great place to maybe find some unique gifts for Christmas, Mm -hmm. at the same time being able to help your neighbor. uh, Because one of the things that we're facing right now is Uh, A large number of people needing help financially, whether it's for rent or a mortgage or being able to keep their lights on, keep their car payments and car insurance and that kind of thing. So the money we raise goes back into helping our local families. But I think it'll be a fun event. It sounds like it. I just love
1: the premise behind it. Being thankful. You know, thanksgiving. I love the name of that. Absolutely. And when is
2: that happening?
3: It's November 13th and 14th. The online um, auction, silent auction, starts November 7th and runs for a week. And boy, there's some cool things (laughs) in there. Yeah. 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 Lots of fun things. So check it out on our website, which is reallifecenter.org, and you'll see a a place to click on for our thanks living 2020 events mm-hmm.
2: and we'll get a link for that in our
3: show awesome notes. Yes. Yes. awesome yeah. thank yeah. you just something fun to do and you know with thanksgiving coming up you know i don't no one knows right if right. we're gonna all be able to get together but um you know even so having the opportunity to see a local chef be able to share some of their favorites is a pretty cool gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right? it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and is. And some of the stories, and I've been blown away at some of the stories that I've heard different people share. So we all need to be encouraged, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Awesome. Yeah. It's been such a pleasure to have you all here. Thank you. Oh, thanks again. Thank, yeah. you Thank you for everything. Yes. Hope to see everyone at T-Shirts for Turkey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: if
3: you want some other ways to be a neighbor and get involved, please check out the website or give us a call. Thanks
2: Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I just love that time that we got to spend with Kathy. Mm -hmm. She's just such a joyful person, Yes, you know, and she all day long is around people that are at their lowest point. And she talked about this one term over and over and over in our conversation with her. If you remember the word neighbor Mm -hmm. came up often. And she just wanted to point out that that's what they're being at the Real Life Center. They just want to be good neighbors. And scripture actually gives us a commandment to be good neighbors. In Matthew 22, a Pharisee asked Jesus uh, what was the greatest commandment. And uh, here's what Jesus says, starting in verse 37. He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, This is the first and greatest commandment, but he didn't stop there. He said, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And that, to me, is pretty convicting when you hear that. We've heard it probably our whole lives, you know, starting in grade school, we hear the golden rule, which comes from Scripture, too. Mm -hmm. But it is a commandment. It's right there, red letters. And it makes me think of all the ways that maybe I should be loving my neighbor better and ways that I'm not currently engaged in. And Kathy pointed out many ways that people are volunteering there. And uh, it's just keeping your eyes open, I think, to find out those ways that you can be a better neighbor. Now, Jesus does not ask us to do something that he hasn't done himself. He was given his talk in John 15 Uh, about the vine and the branches, as you remember, Mm -hmm. to uh, his disciples. And he brings it home, starting in verse 9. He says this, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy May be complete. My command is this love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Such a humbling statement to look at and to know what he meant at the end of his walk on earth in the flesh, you know, before he died on the cross, he knew what laying down his life meant. And he put it all on the line. Yeah. He's not telling us to love others just because he can. He's telling us what we should do for our own good. He says it. He says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Mm-hmm. You know, these days there's a lot of need and there's a lot of sadness, oh, yeah. honestly. And I feel like if you're looking for a way to make your joy complete, maybe we should start looking for ways to love others better. Yes. And that is the path. And I'm so grateful for that idea of complete joy that he gives us there. Just a beautiful picture. And I thank Kathy for letting us in and and seeing more about Mm -hmm. what it's like Mm -hmm. to be a good neighbor.
0: You know, joy is one of those things, that in God's economy, joy and love and forgiveness, mercy, kindness, that the more you give away, the more
2: you have.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: If you try to hoard it for yourself, you'll have very little. But yeah. you start giving it away, and it, man, it multiplies and it comes back to you.
2: Yeah. It's a beautiful Absolutely. thing.
0: Well, we're working on the next episode. Yes. Coming out November the 19th. And we're bringing back another segment, of, mm. a, a segment that we tried a while back, and I'm very excited about this. Another segment of Will It Burrito! <laughs> Will It Burrito! We're bringing back in uh, Amy's husband, Kevin. That's right. And this time, Rob's going to go head-to-head yes. with him. Yes. Or Kevin, Will It
2: Burrito. The Conquistador. The Burrito the Conquistador, Conquistador. yes. <laughs> yes. And Rob is going to pit his burritos
1: against kevin's and then we also sit down in that next episode on november 19th with joy burnham it's actually a zoom conversation so we do sit down but we're (laughs) on our own computers uh who and and joy is an author and former patrol officer who survived being shot in the line of duty yeah Mm -hmm. what a story hear her story so that's coming up on the next episode which will be released on
2: thursday november 19th if you are listening to this wherever you're listening there are other ways to listen. Apple, Google Play, everywhere you're going to find your podcast. And wherever you do, why don't you just leave us a five-star rating that helps other people find us, and you can leave a review there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all, all your kind words are nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know,
1: okay. And be sure to subscribe.
0: That <laughs> yes. way it yeah. pops up in your feed no matter how you're getting us. Either it's Apple or Google or, or even Amazon Music. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We'll have links on our website. And I guess in the show notes, we'll have a link to our website where you can get all those other links, the show notes for today's episode.
1: And if you've got any comments, you've got any suggestions, if you might know somebody who would be a great guest for the Finding Joy podcast, email us. You can do that at FindingJoyPodcast at TheJoyFM.com. I finally put it on the notes. I noticed yes, that. Thank you yeah. for I doing that. Yes. After I finally memorized
0: it, it's, it's in the notes. <laughs> Finding Joy Podcast at TheJoyFM.com. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to a conversation with Joy Burnham and another episode of Will it Burrito, November the 19th until then for benji shepherd and rob langer i'm jerry williams thanks so much for spending some time with the finding joy podcast